Welcome to the 7-Minute Job Interview Podcast, where we answer your job interview questions, resume questions, and provide job search advice in only seven minutes. And now your host, Davon Goddard. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to another segment of the 7-Minute Job Interview Podcast, where, of course, we're answering your job interview, resume, and career-related questions. Now, today's question is... What are some quick tips for cover letters and resumes? So now let's really break this down. So I really want to start with the resume. Um, cover letters, um, I feel like they're becoming a little more, you know, I say less and less relevant as they used to be. Granted, some companies still ask for them. Me personally, I haven't submitted one in a few years now, and I've never had an issue, to be honest. But, you know, some people still swear by them. Um, they still make for a great, I guess, reading piece or whatever. Um, but a lot of employees, they don't really look for it. So I don't really want to spend a lot of time there, but I will, um, I'll touch on it. But first I want to start with resumes, which I think is more important. So, um, just a few, um, tips that come off the top of my head. Um, just a few don'ts. Let's start with a few no-nos for resumes. No snapshots. Okay. Unless you're applying for a modeling gig or something like that. Nobody wants to see a headshot. Um, no volunteer, not volunteer. I'm sorry. No, um, hobbies or habits or something like that that doesn't correlate to the job you're applying for and you know your expertise um don't put an objective section on the resume okay employers don't care what your objective is in fact they know what your objective is and your objective is to get that job right so don't put that on the resume instead you should have a performance summary which really gives you a brief snapshot of your value proposition which i um i talked about in a few other episodes also, um, don't put high school on there, right? If you graduated, um, you have a degree, associates, bachelor's, master's, whatever, doctors, if you have that, there's no point to put your high school on your resume, right? I mean, if you graduated, obviously you got some sort of high school equivalent of a degree. So there's no reason to put that up on there. Um, another resume tip is Let's see. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Don't put references on your resume. Don't put references available upon request or references furnished upon request. This absolutely makes no sense. In turn, you're telling the employer, hey, I'll give you my references if you request them. Right. It makes absolutely no sense to do that. So let's stay away from any references available upon request or anything along those lines. Right. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Oh, yeah, okay, this is one of my biggest resume tips. Biggest one, by far, easily. Biggest one is don't put your responsibilities on your resume. Now, you're probably like, well, what do you mean? I have nothing but responsibilities on my resume. Look, everyone has responsibilities, right? Um, when you're filling out that, that section on your resume, the work experience section, don't put responsible for uploading invoices, responsible for maintaining a budget, responsible for no one wants to hear that, right? So you have to quantify, quantify, quantify. So instead of saying responsible for managing invoices, just tell them how many invoices. Um, tell them you just say processed 150 invoices per week amounting in $30,000 using the Yardy pay scan system, right? You really want to quantify everything. When I say quantify, use numbers, all right? Percentages, numbers, percentages, like really showcase that you've actually drove results. 
rather than um, what you were what you were responsible for. So you want to talk about you know things you're able to quantify. So always show percentages, always show numbers, and always show growth when possible. So that's pretty much some of my top resume tips. Now for cover letters, um, you know. The way I approach cover letters is I see it as an opportunity to um, sort of give them the, um, I take this time to get personal. Let's just say that. I take this time to get very, very personal. You know, I actually talk about my personal self. Like I talk about like my travels. I talk about something that sort of makes me quote unquote jump off the page. Something that makes me, you know, sort of stand out. So they actually want to read the rest of my resume. You know, I start my cover letter off with something crazy. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, I say, um, I just started off playing. Um, when I'm not traveling through Thailand, uh, Costa Rica, ziplining through um, South America, this and that, I'm a, and then I insert my whatever title I'm going for, something like that. And then I start to give them a, just a very brief snapshot of, you know, what I've accomplished over the past year. So I focus heavily on personal information, personal stuff, um, which sort of makes me, you know, sort of, um, sort of helps them catch my, catch their eye. And then I talk about some, you know, some brief accomplishments. So overall professional accomplishments, but my, um, cover letter, I really like for that to focus on the personal aspect of things. Cause at the end of the day, I want people to know I'm human as well. And that I do have interests as well. And I was able to really, you know, do some really cool things that really makes me stand out as a candidate. But the resume, I stick um, stick strictly professional, strictly on the experience. And yeah, just pretty much take that approach. Um, as I mentioned, I don't really use cover letters like that. Haven't used it in a while. Haven't had any issues, but um, I still have a couple on file. So guys, with that being said, that wraps up this session of the 7-Minute Job Interview Podcast. And of course, if you want a question answer here on the show, use the hashtag so what? That's hashtag S-O-H-W-H-A-T. With that being said, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.